close the door behind you. You're now in the green room. Hello and welcome everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Green Room. I'm your host, Keddy Emmanuel. You know, um, first of all, and I'm saying this now because I always forget it. I forget it every time. I have to remind you to like, share, and subscribe. Um, it's a rule. I have to say that. And um, so make sure you do that. Make sure you support us. Make sure you check us out on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram is the hub of Caribbean Cadence, and we feature Caribbean instrumentalists from across the region every single day, every single day, seven days a week, right? Um, so check it out. Um, today... I have with me in the green room, long overdue, long, long, long overdue. Um, we have Samuel Tappin. Yo, it feels crazy saying that because. Because, guys, I need you all to understand how far back we go, right? So before I even ask him anything, before I even tell him to introduce himself or anything like that, I want to tell you guys a little story, right? I want to t- I want you guys to come back with me um, back to the early 2000s, <laughs> right? But- the, the early 2000s. I'm like, at the time I was maybe like 12 or 13 and, uh, you know, you know, my good friend would come to school. And all he, the only thing he ever had to talk about was, yeah, boy, the drums, drums, man, drums. I just, drums are great, bro. Music, music is just awesome, bro. <laughs> you know? And <laughs> he was so consistent and so passionate that one day I just had to sit down and say, hmm, hold on. Maybe, maybe I should try something too, man. Maybe I should. <laughs> learn to play something you know just to see what it's all about right and you know it's amazing to say that ever since that decision right um my life was changed you know i've never never looked back i'm now like 50 percent music <laughs> and uh 70 percent, 30 yeah man and um Caribbean cadence wouldn't exist without this guy, right? It wouldn't. Um, and it's amazing how, you know, people, you know, come into your life and they have a lasting effect. Um, and I'm forever grateful to know and to have known um, Mr. Tap in here, you know? Um, now, now, now we have to call you Mr. Tap in here, Jaguar. But Sam, um, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Tell them a little bit about you. Tell them what you're into. Well, um, my name is Colin Samuel Tappen. You know, um, it kind of sounds weird when he says it. It's just like, well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm a musician. And um, I really love what I do, man. I love it. It's amazing. And um what else you want? You want to... No, tell tell them what you play, man. Tell them what you play. Oh yeah. How do you I'm get started? A, I'm actually a drummer, mm-hmm. but um, before I became a drummer, I fell in love with music on the whole. Um, so going back in the day, like my dad, he was the elder at a church called Mark SDH Church. I don't know if you remember that church. Oh yeah, I know Mark. Mark. My dad's a he pastor of Mark right now. Wooden church, like that's before they yeah. built the new. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. That was the elder there. And uh, 
there was a group of musicians, like all the men, um, I can remember a couple of their names. I think one of them is Brother Charlie. Mm-hmm. I don't know Brother Charlie. Another one is called Billy. He used to be in the bass. And they had like, um, they hardly had drums, but they had like guitar, keyboard, and stuff like that. So, but my dad said, um, I would always like take the wood from the window because the window was like a wooden window. It would close and it would have wood on it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm playing guitar. Um, or I would like turn the wood upside down, act like I'm playing keys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I, so from then he said, I started like growing into like, like trying to see if I could understand it more. Brother Charlie would teach me stuff on guitar. I know I'm small. I'm really not going to get the concept of it, but yeah, you just his guitar and stuff like that. And then my sisters, uh, the tapping sisters, they started singing from a oh, very, yeah. very young. I do came from like a, a musical background. So my sister started singing here, they're everywhere. And um, I think we moved from Mark to Bexel by the health center. I don't even remember what that is. Oh yeah, but, yeah I remember. Yeah. We moved there and that's when I met Nat Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> Nat and I, we no. grew up together. Real quick, just in case any of y'all uh, are wondering where he's talking about, we're, we're talking about locations in St. Lucia, oh. right? I, I grew up in St. Lucia, yeah. um, and he he is uh, he has a more mixed background, but he was also in St. Lucia for for quite a while, right? Um, and so he's he's referring to spots in St. Lucia. But go yeah. go ahead. Yeah, so these are my spots in St. Lucia. Um, moving to Bexar, I met Nat Emmanuel. And that was like really close to the family. I know his um his mom, his dad. I think his dad played um guitar. Wait, y'all y'all knew each other from all the way back then? I thought y'all met in New York or something. <laughs> knew that from when we were little kids running around and stuff yeah. like that. And that Nat would always talk about music, but I never I never thought like he would take it that far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like we used to dance, do like those like K pop dance factory. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you doing that stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, we do the stuff. And then um, eventually he left. And you know, I was pretty sad. I'm like, ah, oh, I got to meet somebody else, you know. And from there, we moved from there to Labby. And from Labby, we used to go to Labby Church, but we were still a member of Mark SD Church. Mm-hmm. And from there, my dad became the elder from. Um, and he, and he, he became the elder for Therefore SD Church. And that's where my whole musical journey started from Therefore SD Church. Yes. See, you're breaking all this stuff down. I didn't even know this stuff. I thought you were always at Therefore, like the whole time. <laughs> no, no, no. From when I moved to Therefore, that's when music really like opened my eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so moving there, there was a keyboard player at the time called tim henry he was a keyboard player oh yeah shout out to tim man anybody who doesn't know tim 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 is great yeah he's one of the reasons why i started playing um they had a crusade this is when i first started playing the drums Mm -hmm. um they said and you know i wasn't a drummer like that i just saw it and i figured maybe i could play it like you know because it's easy you know what i'm saying but um they had a crusade going on, and my elder sister, she was the well, they call it chorister at the time, but mm-hmm. yeah, because we don't we didn't have praise thieves, yeah, yeah, <laughs> lead 
worship yeah. at their um, crusade. And then the drummer, which is um Tim's Henry brother, I can't remember his name, but when I heard him play, I was like, you can do that on drums. Like you can play like that. Like that's something you can do. You know what I'm yeah. So I was excited. I ran home and I actually ripped up like my mom's chair because she had like those chairs that has like the plastic. Mm. So, you know, like it was like, like wrapped with plastic. So they have it like that. So you won't, you know. Yeah, just to protect it, right? Yeah. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> the classic so, Caribbean. But, yeah. yeah. So I use that as my snare drum because, you know, when you hit it, it has like mm. a really sharp sound. Yeah. That. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and I remember I, I used to take my mom's like, not really pots and pans, but she had like those plastic um, like containers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I as a drum set, and I'm like, bro, let me take a look at it. Um, let me let me see what I could do. But in doing so, I figured, yo, this joint is, it's annoying. Like <laughs> you try to climb and you know try to have your your leg do something, then your then your left leg and your mm -hmm. hands. Do I was like, yo. but I was so determined. I'm like, yo, I want to play. Like for me, it was a fun thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to play, I want to play, I want to play. So I figured out, and I remember the first song I learned was, um, I put in a Kirk Franklin song. I don't know if it's Silver and Gold. It was a very slow song. And that had me keeping the time, and I figured it out. Now, me doing that, I'm like, oh, I could play, man. I got, you know, I, I could play. <laughs> and then that same night, Tim called my sister, and he's like, man, we don't have a drummer. You know, I don't know who else to call. Like my sister's like, well, my brother has been practicing, you know, the drums. And Tim is like, girl, stop it. Like, stop, stop playing. Stop. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not yeah. like, I never heard your brother play. And my sister's like, by the way, I, I just want to plug right here that for because you know the, the viewers and listeners won't know this, but Tim is a phenomenal singer. I, I believe he's in Canada now. So Yeah, I think he's yeah. Shout out to him. If anybody, everybody, anybody watches this, uh tell him to watch it. You know, shout out to him. Great musician. There we go. Awesome. Yeah, but keep so, going. Yeah, so at that time, you know, Tim, he's time, I'm telling my sister, yo, I need I need a drummer, man. Like, do you know somebody? She's like, try my brother out. Try my brother out. Try my... Tim's like, man, I'm going to hang up the phone if you keep playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> my sister is <laughs> you think this is a joke? Like, so Tim is like, you know what, man, bring him. Bring him. Let's, like, let's see what he could do. And I remember I was, bro, I was super nervous. Like my excitement for like learning how to play, to mm -hmm. actually going to play went like super, like all the way down. I'm like, bro, like this is really happening, bro. Like this is my first time really trying to get it. And I remember walking into church, you know, seeing team standing there, everybody's organizing stuff, trying to get stuff right. My sister's like, don't be nervous. Just do what you did at home. And I'm like, she, in my mind, I'm like, yo, she good because what I did at home is <laughs> no, hold on. At this time, it was just that one song, right? Yeah, that's that one song I ever learned, bro. That one song. <laughs> and you know, you started to gig with one song. <laughs> but you know, it was super simple because I kind of understand the concept of like understanding like the quarter notes and where to yeah. put the one. Yeah. In the, I'm saying so. I was like, oh, I can play now. But man, like I went on the drum. My sister started singing. But it was singing like choruses and stuff. You know how that go. Mm -hmm. And the feel was different. It was a soca feel. 
Now, I have never practiced that. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so I'm there struggling with drums, and Tim came. I think he came down, and he was like, not like this. It's like this. During the service, oh, everybody's man. Like, <laughs> he was like, do this. And, he's, and he actually showed me the soca beat, and I just did it. I don't know how I did it. I didn't <laughs> learn practice it. I just hear it, and I'm like, okay. And I did it, and everything actually went cool. I mean, he, he told my sister, I mean, if he's serious, let him practice. Mm-hmm. From there, you know, it started growing. Tim started calling me, like, in the afternoon for, like, you know, AY and stuff. Like, come play, come play. And from there, I started growing into, like, playing the drums. I'm like, oh, I love the drums. But, um, yeah, that's how I started playing drums, man. <laughs> man, you know, viewers and listeners, I'm learning this at the same time you guys are learning this. I, I didn't know any of this before. Yeah. I thought I thought I thought you started playing since since you were like three years old, man. I thought you just got on the drums and oh, you were just nah. <laughs> so how old were you when this was happening? Um probably nine, eight around that, that time. I was pretty young, like I was a baby. <laughs> you know, I was pretty young. So yeah. And um it just became a a, a dope thing. And I started meeting like more musicians based off of Tim. I said, um, I met Kenson. If you, if you know Kenson, um, I think it's Kenson Hippoly. That's his last name. No, I, I don't think I know. Yeah, he's actually really nice on keys. <laughs> you know, and for like, like hearing him, I was like, oh. And then from there, you know, my boy who passed away, and he so rest in peace. He started adapting from Tim and Kenson, Josie Ma. So he was just like, hey, you know, I want to play keys. Um, so then we started playing together and we just started growing from there. And yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah man. So, That's good, yeah. man. So tell me, tell me a little bit about your transition, right? Because you started playing um, in St. Lucia and then uh, eventually you moved to the U.S., right? Um, so what was the progression like moving here? And because you moved to New York City, right? Yeah. Um, Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah. So you moved to Brooklyn and then how did you come to, cause I believe you're, you're full-time music, right? Well, I was, but okay. well, I'm kind of, <laughs> but I don't okay. look at it as my full but oh, it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how, how did you, how did you go down that path or what was, or what, what was that, that story like for you? Oh, my, my transition from San Lucia to New York, mm-hmm. it was Hard because playing back home and playing in New York is two different things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, playing in St. Lucia was more of a you got to play timid, you know, you can't play too loud, you know, you can't no, play. Depend on where you are, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I, St. Lucia, where I grew up, yeah, at that time. Yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, eventually I started playing, like playing out, but it wasn't like how I started playing in New York because people mm-hmm. were like, complain, drums is too loud. You know that so, but I mean, playing in New York now. Um, I brought that to New York, and I remember the guy who did praise and worship. He's like, "Bro, come on, bro, play, play, play!" Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, "I am playing." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but what he meant by playing is that he wanted me to go in and like do more. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to, yeah, he wanted me to, he wanted to hear that kick. He wanna, you know. If, if I'm doing something, he wants you to do like super clean. Mm-hmm. But this first time, like transitioning from that 
atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, like how? And I remember that next. And also, one. I want to point out, there's a New York style, right? Like yeah. they playing for like <laughs> playing in New York, like New York. There's there's a definitely a New York sound. Man, <laughs> <laughs> New York style. dudes do dudes do a lot in New York for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, do do a, I mean, I'm not saying do a lot as in like make that a thing. Mm-hmm. But they really want to play the drums, like because how I used to play it was like it's super different. And the the, the um the next Saturday they brought in the young kid, bro. Man, <laughs> this guy came and played, bro. I'm like, what in the world? Like he was smashing drums, bro, like killing. I'm talking right. about he had all the chops. And the guy came to me, he's like, this is how I want you to play. Right, he's like, this is how I want you to play, and I'm like, exactly like him because he was killing, but he, <laughs> but he wasn't do exactly what he's doing, but play the drums, bro. Like he's like, play the drums. I don't want to handle. I don't want you to hit the sample. It's like, you know, he want me to hit that joint. So, you know, I started learning from that that younger dude, man. Like he was killing, bro. And I went home. I remember I ran and bought some like practice pads. You know, I'm like, yo, I mean. Let me try to see what I could, you know, do. And from there, I started understanding, like, music in New York City. They take that joint serious, man. That mm-hmm. is not, you can't come and act like being, like, you playing a certain way. They'll look at you like, hey, what's going on with you, bro? Mm-hmm. You know? That transition was pretty hard for me because I had to learn that. I had to adapt to that. Yeah. You know, because my whole life was pretty much timid, you know, shallow, nothing crazy. I mean, the only time, like, we would get crazy in St. Lucia, I don't even remember if they have, like, a... Conventions, um, right? Yeah, All like, right. a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I mean, moving to New York, I was like, what? And then from there, like, my sister told me, you know, Nat is here. I was like, oh, yeah, Nat is here. Nat Emmanuel. And then I linked with him, and then he's like... I think I was playing the drums and he's like, bro, you can play, man, but you need to, like he's saying, like, you need to hang with me more often. I'm going to mm-hmm. introduce you to people. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm thinking it's like other little, you know, people, friends and stuff. That brought me to a whole recording, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a whole what, recording. Was it a live recording or something? It, was a, it, was a, it wasn't a live recording, but it was a recording for an album. Okay, okay. And, you know, I'm in the room and cat, like cats are just walking in, bro. Like, and everybody diving up each other and like, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? So they ask, now who's it? And that's like my little brother. Now I came from St. Lucia, so I have an accent. So mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, he got an accent. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, <laughs> he found about it and stuff like that. And then um, when those guys started playing, bro, I was like, when Nat started playing, I was like, bro, this guy, this guy, he's really playing. Like he, like what? <laughs> like, like, I knew pick up the bass like that. I was like, nah. Bro, hey guys, so some <laughs> of you might be wondering who Nat is, and we've actually featured him on the Cadence platform. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put in put him in right here.
Okay, so that's not so that's that's who he's talking about. So you just saw him shred the base. All right, <laughs> <Yeah>. continue. <laughs> and then like just the way those guys were playing the arrangement and coming to find out all these guys was like Brooklyn's like dopest musicians, bro. And I'm like, I'm sitting in a room with Brooklyn dopest musicians. Right. And you know, I'm I'm a fast forward a little bit, you know, because I started hanging with him and he started bringing me to like different churches, Sunday service, Saturday mm-hmm. service. So I started understanding, oh, so this is the level of music. Go home, practice. And I would be like, you know, learn this whole album, practice what the drama is doing, and then come back and right. do it like, you know, like tell me like what's happening in the music. And then he'd be like, did you hear the part where the roads did this and that? I'm like, roads? They had roads in this song? <laughs> and these guys like, man, you didn't listen to the album. That's exactly how you talk. Man, you didn't listen to the album, man. <laughs> You know, and then I would go back, listen to it. And then, but what he was doing, he was training my ear right. to like yep. listen to different instruments. So he's like, cause he's, he was telling me when you listen to those instruments, you could basically like take stuff from it when you play, mm-hmm. like wise, accent wise, just a whole bunch of stuff. And I started like adapting to that too after a while. And um, yeah, man, like he became my mentor after that. Like. Yeah. Like he will give me fire when I'm doing something. He would really give me fire. You know, he'd be like, and then it was a challenge too because you know all those concerts I would like play for and stuff. Like everybody be killing. Like as soon as like the click track start, drummer is going ham, and I'm just like, like it was just like a thing. Like click track, drummer go ham, everybody yeah. comes in. Right. And then when it's my turn, I, I didn't know how to go ham like that. So <laughs> my specialty was groovy <laughs> and stuff like that. So I would like play like a solid groove and I'll see like the drummers doing this. I'd be like, okay, well, you know, it seems like I'm I'm doing something mm-hmm, <laughs> to be mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bro. And he just became my mentor, man. He taught me so much, bro. Right. That's how I And you you guys were on a band together, right? Oh yeah. I think yeah. I saw like some pictures of y'all in a band together, something along those yeah. lines. Years after, man. Like years after. Actually, the keyboard player that was in my band, he was in the studio. Mm. His name, name is Denson. And I remember we were in the, like, we were in the car and we was riding. And I was like, bro, you remember when um, I was in the studio with you guys? He looked at me. He's like, bro, how do you know about that? Like, who told you that? I'm like, bro, I was right there. He's <laughs> like, wasn't? I'm like, bro, I was right there in the back behind the glass. Like, if, you, <laughs> like if I pull up the video, you would see me standing there next to the, yeah. um, the and I'm just looking, I'm just like observing and all those guys are in there killing. Even like my my boy I used to play with um, back in Brooklyn, Matthias Patrick, he was there too. And mm-hmm. I told him this thing, they could not remember me at all. It was like, um, give me one second. That was my mom and dad. They were coming from tonight. That's all. Um, yeah, so continue just to, you know, try to, because it's a, it's a lot, man. I can't even put everything in this, um, this interview, but... Yeah, but I Denson, them all these cats were there, and I was telling Denson, Yo, you remember that? He's like, Bro, you were there. I'm like, Yeah, and I told him, Man, after I seen each of those dudes play, I told myself, One day I'm gonna play for each and every one of you guys, and mm-hmm. that was my goal. I remember I told him that, and I was like, Well, you know, to play them cats, you, you, you gotta know the music, bro. You gotta know what you <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get that, bro. I'm gonna get it. I remember I told him, and then you know, that's eventually, and eventually, I started. Hang with Denson and we started playing together. I think he called me to play for a concert. And that's when I really met him as a friend. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, You sound really solid, man. And I was like, Yeah. And ever since then, 
you know, we um, we became a band, Nap, myself, and Denson. It was a, th- a three-piece band. Um, I could have had more, but I just felt like a lot of people wasn't dedicated because, you know, it takes a lot to get there, you of know, course, and yeah. like book the gigs and like, because, you know, sometimes you go through good times, you go through bad times. A lot of guys wasn't with that. They just wanted to show up just for the bread. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys were really my brothers and they were really like my mentor. I and mean, when we played, we came out like when we were playing, you could tell like we had a relationship, just the three of us, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they were part of my my band. It was called Infinity Groove. Uh, and um, yeah, that's my dudes. <laughs> yeah, man. It's amazing how uh, just as a band, you can d- develop so much chemistry, you know? Um, yeah. And it really affects your sound, Uh just just that level of chemistry knowing each other and even having strong friendships um yeah. could really affect your sound you know because you know you're all comfortable you know each other you know the music all individually mm-hmm. and you can then vibe off of each other and it's an yeah. it's a really an, an amazing thing yeah and another thing too like we were so close that we all we became like really brothers like strong brothers because like, i knew his problems he knew my problems i knew mm-hmm. that's probably that knew my problem mm-hmm. and like when we play and certain songs are playing i could hear it like how like what they're going through yeah. so it's, it was just a thing like we would just feel and people like sometimes people would cry sometimes people would laugh sometimes we would be like yo you guys sound like they, they could feel our emotion basically what i'm trying to tell you mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> no, that's an amazing thing man and I have, to, I have to tell you it's 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 nice getting an update on your journey you know what i mean because so often and you know viewers and listeners i'm just enjoying the conversation i, I don't even <laughs> i'm forgetting you guys are there but uh for me it, it's been it's been so many years that i i've it's kind of like me catching up right and seeing your journey uh, where it's gone through the last couple of years. And it's really a pleasure to see that. By the way, Don, you know Don? <laughs> I know that's and right. Don, Donovan Walker. That's my dude. I actually hit him up. I was looking for a, I was, I was looking for a bass player for a gig. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, who can I call for that specific gig? Because I don't choose musicians based off of their talent. Mm-hmm. You know, what they could do on the instrument. I choose them you know, to see if they can understand a, a certain sound. Like, for example, if I'm playing reggae, I'm not going to call a pop guy to do reggae. <laughs> you right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, like, if a keyboard player, I'm not going to call a gospel cat to do reggae music because you're going to play gospel chords all day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, reggae is <laughs> art. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. There are certain things you have to stick by and, like, I mean, you could you could be free to do whatever you want, but when you're playing for a crowd that's like into reggae music, like some of them will, some like some people in the crowd will come to you and be like, "Yo, that's not the baseline, man," because they they like they know this song, they know the material. So, yeah, so I so I called Don for a gig, and that's why I hit him up. I'm like, "Bro, you sound like great. I, I'm I'm looking for somebody like you to come play for a gig." And he came. I think um I think it was a crusade kind of vibe going on like an open air crusade not open air but like a week of prayer kind of vibe and he came and from there we just became cool friends but he was super quiet though <laughs> oh yeah well until you got to know him. <laughs> but 
Yeah. He's, uh, he's a goofball. Like he will really make you laugh and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> Shout out to Don, man. Don Don is uh, one of my favorite bass players out there. Um, first guy I've ever known to actually build his bass, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, man. But Don is something else. Now, guys. I I really want this conversation to continue, um, but I'll be very honest with you guys. I'll let you know what's happening behind the scenes. My phone is blowing up right now because of work. <laughs> it, it is. So work stuff is blowing up my phone and we have to head out the door. But here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Make sure you check yeah. out Sam's Instagram. Um, don't sleep. Go there. Show some love. Follow, <laughs> like, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. all his detail, details will be in the caption. And as, as, as I'm speaking right now, it's floating across the screen, right? Uh, you're currently b- based in Atlanta. Can you confirm that? Yeah. Moved to Atlanta like a year ago. All right. So gigs, events, if, if you need music, you know, the guy to call, check him out. Um, and, uh, you know, take it from there. And as always, get in the music you're going to see us next month um we're going to have another drummer next month um and i'm excited to speak with him as well um but yeah get in the music see you guys next month peace out